Welcome to the Future Built Smarter, a podcast in which IMEG engineers discuss innovative and trend-setting building and infrastructure design with architects, owners, and others in the AEC industry. I'm your host, Joe Payne, and with me again today is my co-host, Mike Lawless, IMEG's Director of Innovation. Today we'll be talking about mass timber, a really hot topic in the AEC industry. Wouldn't you say, Mike? Oh yeah, excited to talk about about mass timber and, and learn some more. There's a lot to mass timber, and to help us dig into it today, we have on the show Matt Cloninger, a structural engineer and operations manager for IMEG in Montana. Matt, welcome from the Midwest to you in Bozeman. Hi guys, happy to be here. Really glad to have you on the show, Matt. So uh, where did your passion and interest for mass timber come from? When I started engineering school, I was really drawn to wood structures. And in Montana, most of the, um, most of the buildings here are wood construction, uh, usually because of their height or their location here. Just, we live in Montana and there's a lot of wood materials available. But especially the Old West structures, when you travel around this part of the state and, and our neighboring states, a lot of what you see is historically old timber structures. And it's just really cool driving around looking at barns and, you know, old ghost towns and mining equipment. So when I decided that engineering was what I wanted to do, the wood was just made way more exciting for me. When I started school at Montana State University, they had a, an engineering student there that was doing some research on um, how to make shear walls out of log walls. And that came about from, at the time, they were doing seismic retrofit or rehabilitation of the Old Faithful Inn in, in Yellowstone National Park. And that's a very famous um, hotel, very huge, by the way, and almost all logs. It's really a stunning facility. And at the time, I was just soaking it up. I just thought it was awesome. I had worked with the framer for a while and has worked as a roofer and and uh, finished carpenter, and it just seemed like my whole world was revolving around like, hey, let's build stuff out of wood. Even though we're thousands of miles apart, Matt, I can I can feel your passion coming through here. Um, so there are various types of mass timber: uh, glue laminated or glue lam, nail laminated, dowel laminated, and CLT, which is the most commonly used. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, CLT is a cross laminated timber. And it's a building material where it is uh, made of laminations of two-by material and they're glued together in different layers in different directions. So in a glue lamp beam, which we're all familiar with, you take two-by-fours, for example, stack them on top of each other, glue them together, and you make a tall beam. In a cross-laminated timber panel, they take two-by-fours and put them against the sides of each other and glue their sides together and then they make the next layer on top at 90 degrees and they glue that layer to everything and then they make another layer at 90 degrees and you end up with a, a panel. So Matt, you know, how do they know, you know, the, I think the technical part of this is how do you know what the materials are and how to put them together to get your spans? I mean, there's there's some science there, right, in, in constructing this these mass timber elements? Yeah, part of uh, cross-laminated timber design is the panels themselves by being in a in a glued layup, they're tested, and so you have properties available from the manufacturer. But also, if you think about it, these are just pieces of wood that we've designed with for you know a hundred years or so, and so the material is very well known. So even though it's got a different layup or there's glue involved, the material properties and the material behavior are still the same that we're used to with all other wood buildings. Yeah, so it's the same. It's the same science that we've had for hundreds of years. The buildings that inspired you, 
It's just applying them maybe a little bit differently. I think as I think about this too, I think one of the one of the things that interests people in this is, you know, where does that material, where does that wood come from? You know, where does it, where, you know, maybe talk a little bit about the sustainability of the, the forests and how that wood is harvested. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, there's a big direction um, as of late, especially with uh, making sure that our buildings are environmentally friendly, both from a short-term and a long-term perspective. The beauty of wood is it's a material that can be grown. We are up here in the Northwest where we have large forests and same with the, uh, you know, Washington state, for example, has a great timber, uh, uh, timber uh, initiative, I guess for lack of a better word, where, I mean, they, they're, they're harvesting trees and replanting trees back as, as part of their, you know, long-term state growth. It's the same with Oregon. So we're getting trees from in the United States as well as Canada and that material um, really feeds the construction of, you know, your standard two by four or your eye joist material or these CLT packages. Um, we have a supplier here in Montana that does CLT. There's one in Oregon. There's a couple in, in, in uh, uh, Canada that are close to us. And it's great because they're, they're cutting down the materials right next to the plant, just like a sawmill and preparing these panels. And so there's a kind of a local aspect to it. But um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a great product. There's a number of reasons people may want to use you know, mass timber in their buildings. But from an, I think a lot of times, just like many things in our industry, aesthetics really can, can drive a lot of that. There's some other benefits, but why don't you talk about some of the aesthetic benefits people see from, I mean, there's, be, there's some beautiful, you know, mass timber buildings that, that I know you've been a part of. Absolutely. I think we can all agree that looking at um, wood structures or wood panels or wood in general uh, gives us a warm, relaxed feeling. And I think exposed wood is, uh, is, is, is that material. It's just a, it's an inviting material. It's a, I don't want to say rustic because it depends on how you finish it, but it's got a different feel than say an exposed concrete finish or a troweled concrete finish or steel structure. It's just, I think a more warm uh, material. And so, yes, a lot of our clients that are interested in designing with CLT are really after exposing it. Exposing the the structure and you, you touched on it i think sometimes and maybe you can fill us in on this sometimes the mass timber the wood is considered more of a, a rustic or a maybe a rural construction method but we're seeing I, I think you're seeing more and more these types of mass timber buildings in urban environments is that is that accurate yeah true so uh, the codes have shifted over the last couple of years and and that's a direct result of more engineers and more owners designing with cross laminated timber or other mass timber panel uh, uh, panel products and because of that shift in in what's being used the building codes have shifted a little bit and now they give us a little bit more leeway about what sort of buildings we can design using clt it was very limited before it was part of the heavy timber part of the code and so the height limitations and area limitations were you know, pretty small office building type things. But now with the code shifting and realizing that more people want to use CLT, it has a natural fire resistive, um, you know, property to it. And um, th there's more commercial applications and industrial applications for this. We can go taller. And especially in residential, if the owner wants to expose the CLT and make it beautiful, well, let's use it for residential applications. And why do we need to restrict those to four or five stories? Let's go taller. 
So there's been a great fundamental shift in using mass timber in the last couple of years that's made it easier to use structurally. And I, I think of one of my, so one of my experiences with, with mass timber, with old, older buildings similar to yours is there's, there's some, some buildings here in St. Louis where there was a, a large fire and, you know, some of the mass timber structures were able to survive. And what I wasn't aware of, and maybe you want to touch on a little bit is really, it's not a, but it's not a fire issue. There's actually some benefit to mass timber in that area. And I think that's something not everybody's aware of. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I try to tell people, think back, uh, you know, to your fireplace and burning a log. You get the biggest log you can throw out in the fireplace. And, you know, at some point or another, it takes hours to burn. There's, It's the same with CLT since it's a thick timber product. The outside will char while it protects the inside thermally. And we can all think about that, you know, that wood doesn't just, you know, burn up at like a, you know, an explosion. It takes a long time to go through the outer layers to the inner layers. Um, there's been some great fire protection and fire rating studies on cross laminated timber panels and mass timber as of the last couple of years to address the same concerns that you brought up, which is, hey, it's made out of wood, it burns, it's no good. But um, the forest Forest Service and the USDA has constructed full-scale tests of, of CLT panel buildings, and you can Google it and watch their videos on YouTube. It's incredibly impressive to watch the fire performance of these panels. It is really good. Yeah, so we've got the current testing, and we've got the history of examples of those mass old mass timber buildings surviving fires that you know other buildings weren't able to survive. I think it's, you know, it's kind of melding that, that old and that, that new together, you know, from an aesthetic standpoint, you know, it looks great, you know, it can be great for the environment. And that's kind of what I wanted to ask you about next is we talk, you know, we've talked more and more about embodied carbon and how much carbon does it take to build your building? You know, how, talk a little bit about that cycle and how um, mass timber really could help, help address that, which helps us, you know, which helps our planet. You know, how does mass timber drive that embodied carbon piece? Yeah, if that's the goal of the project to make sure that you're environmentally friendly and capturing some carbon, you know, wood's the ideal product for that because, again, as a tree grows, it captures carbon. Um, whereas when you manufacture concrete and Portland cement, that's a very carbon uh uh, angry cycle. I don't know if angry is the right, right word there, but it's the same with the steel industry too. And I'm probably not going to make any friends with, from the steel and concrete industries by saying that, but um, it, the wood is, it's a naturally grown material. It captures carbon. So you get, you get an immediate benefit in that carbon sequestration checkbox um, for your product, uh, for your project, just by going with a mass timber product or wood product in general. Because you've got a cycle there, right? You're we're building the building out of mass timber, and at the same time with these, you know, we talked about earlier this, you know, sustainable forestry. They're planting another tree that is once again, you know, capturing additional carbon. Absolutely, it's a. It seems like an, a good way forward as long as the, you know, the the trees are being replanted at the same rate as we're taking them down. Right, <laughs> right, absolutely. Matt, when we were talking earlier today, you mentioned a mass timber conference several years ago where you attended a presentation by the architect of the Stadthaus in London. This is a great example of the many benefits of mass timber. Tell us a little bit about that. This architect um, came and he talked about this proposal for an infill project in a city block. They had no room to build it. 
and they had no they had really had a, no long drawn out schedule for this project they needed to get in and out and so they proposed a mass timber clt building so um, they could build it faster and that was super cool he showed us the the time frame they had a time lapse on the building next to it and they showed the video and they were putting up several floors per week they had four or five framers that's it building the entire floor sections because they're just taking these gigantic panels and nailing them together screwing them together and then at the very end as he had wrapped up his his talk on schedule and how amazing they they dropped the construction schedule to almost nothing and they never had to like block the streets or whatever at the very end he showed us a picture of a trash can with about four or five scoops of sawdust in it and he said that was the entire construction waste for the whole panel installation project. i mean that's a great a great example of how with the mass timber products you can panelize you can you know construct it off-site prefabrication which is one of the things we've We've talked a lot about, you know, with Joe and I on this this podcast. It's just that potential to eliminate waste, eliminate people on the site, and, and improve quality. And in this case, you combine it with mass timber. You get the embodied carbon. You get the improved aesthetics. I mean, you've got the, the improved fire resistance and ability for these buildings to survive. But ultimately, you know, I think, you know, it's going to be about the beauty and that that carbon that really I think drives these these buildings forward, and I I'm excited to to see where where this can go and where we continue to see more and more of these mass timber projects. I guess maybe as a as a closing, Matt, where where do you see us going next with mass timber? What are you excited about as we as we move forward? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm excited with the mass timber just coming of age. It seems like the, you know five six years ago there are a few of us talking about it, and now more and more people are seeing examples built. And I think the, the there's more more owners and developers and engineers see this product and what it, could, it can do, then they're going to see how it can apply more to the projects that they have and how it can benefit. Um, a project that maybe they hadn't considered it for. I love the aesthetic quality of wood, but I also see the dollars and cents for you know the the, the schedule performance there and having a renewable resource. I mean, there's just so many boxes that it can tick. It doesn't have to tick all those boxes for the, for each project, but I think there's enough there to satisfy at least one or two boxes for everyone. And that's really cool. That is that is no. I, this has been a great discussion and uh, you know appreciate appreciate you, you joining us matt and excited to see more more of those buildings and you know being in the midwest hopefully we start to see more and more of them in, in our area as well it's a fun time to be an engineer when a new when a new quote unquote product comes out <laughs> <laughs> absolutely matt thanks for being on the show today with mike and me Anyone wishing to learn more about mass timber can download imeg's latest executive guide mass timber 101 Simply visit imegcorp.com slash resources, that's I-M-E-G dot com slash resources, and click on the guides section. Those new to the Future Built Smarter can hear all of our previous episodes on any podcast app, as well as on the IMEG website's resources page. Thanks to everyone who listened to today's episode, and until next time, take care. <music>